When the sun sets in the rear view mirror It's the last time I'll be leaving here It doesn't matter where I'm going As long as the wheels are rolling I won't be the shoulder for your tears Yeah, the shoulder It's time for talking music on your Mountain Grown Community Radio. I am your host, Taya J. Joined today live in the studio, one of my favorite phrases to say, by AJ Fullerton, Eric Stuckey, and Cousin Curtis. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks for having us. Yes, yes. Such a pleasure. I am um, hoping you will each introduce yourselves just so our audience gets familiar with your voices. AJ, we'll start with you. Hey, I'm AJ Fullerton. This is Eric Stuckey. Hey, everybody. This is Cousin Curtis. You guys are the final show of 2023, the final talk in music of 2023. Congratulations. We like to slide in just under the finish line. Yep, yep. I think the first, actually, I think the first show of 2023 was Cousin Curtis over here. So we're bringing it full circle. Cool. How has has the year been for you guys professionally and and personally? Woof. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's That's a a lot to unpack. Uh, My year was great, really busy. I had about seven months of pretty solid uh, touring and playing and recording and uh, really excited to end it with these guys. Yeah, uh, same here. Probably the busiest year of um, traveling and playing that I've had so far, so that was great. And um, enjoying the uh, kind of the lull of the uh, the Christmas season right now. But but yeah, it's going to be 
it's going to be a great show that we end with. Yeah, I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. It's been an incredible year. Been lucky enough to meet with you a couple of times. I think this is the hat trick of the year. And uh, and yeah, it's been it's it's one for the record books, that's for sure. Do you guys feel like it's been one of the busiest touring seasons because of COVID, like post-COVID or in relation to COVID or just in general? You think things are just ramping up in each of your careers? For me, it's the last bit is a huge factor. And then also after covid I mean, just trying to hit it as hard as possible is kind of a personal thing like, all right, I got to get out. You know, just you just take every opportunity you're thrown. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, I definitely found some uh, some new musical interests and avenues I've been pursuing along with just performing and, uh, you know, doing more writing and recording and producing. I think I'd echo what Eric said, where it's just like having having the opportunity to grow and seizing that opportunity. And for me personally, being able to join forces with another musician, um, not here today, but on the road all the time, it's just, it's been incredible and a lot of personal growth milestones. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool too. Um, when your peers are in similar places that you are, I feel like you get to share in that experience. You get to share the woes and the, the joys maybe collectively <laughs> totally. a little bit. Yeah. Like I start off with the woes. Well, like, no, no woes. No woes. <laughs> I'm a pessimistic person by nature. <laughs> no, it's great having, um, having friends in the industry that understand the ups and downs and, um, just the process of it because it's, it's an ongoing process yeah and so it, it is it is great to to have those relationships yeah what is it rising tides lift all ships is yeah. that the saying that's oh, my favorite yeah, yeah. It's, sure. I, yeah. I learned it from you yeah. actually pick me up guys yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh it's a it's a team effort like at the end of the day it's you know it's it's that is truly it rising and that's tide. that's kind of why we're here today i guess in a nutshell yeah 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 well absolutely let's talk about the upcoming show home for the holidays the second annual which must mean the first annual went pretty well would you say yes? Yeah, it's it's a little bit of a, a mouthful. It's our second annual at the Montrose Pavilion for for Eric and I. Um, this is our first year. Lucky enough to have Curtis on board. We're really excited to have him. Yes, hitched my wagon. That's for sure. <laughs> you, were, you were the buoy in that time. <laughs> and uh, it, it is really cool, you know, because a lot of the times uh, to to go with the maritime metaphor is a lot of times you're two ships in the night in the music business with your peers because you might be going to a show or a tour or whatever and you really don't get a chance to see your buddies all that much unless you're sharing a bill. Yeah, fact. To be a part of it from my perspective, to see it, I went to the show last year and it was awesome. Seeing the response from the community, seeing like just the audience in, uh, um, participation and it was just a very fun night of music and that, that downplays how cool it actually was. So to be able to be a part of it this year is very exciting for me and, uh, and to just try to help get more and more of the community involved. And then we can talk more about what it goes to, but the whole concert is for the kids, man. It's for the kids. For the kids. Well, with that in mind, let's talk a little bit about where it goes to. Well, um, last year we we wanted to give back a little bit, and so we were able to raise some money for the Montrose High School Music Department, and this year we just wanted to ramp that up as much as possible. So we've got a lot of local businesses that have contributed, and all of their contributions are going to the music department, and and then we're also doing a percentage of ticket sales um, from our end uh, to to try to just get a, 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 a nice block of cash. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we're, we're just a couple of guys putting this on with with some help from our, our, our management and our friends. And 
we've been kind of learning as we've been going on the whole process, but we really found from doing it last year that there's a lot of potential in a end-of-the-year hometown concert to benefit something like uh, the Montrose High School Music Department, their band and choir. You know, it's something that uh, I was involved with both, and then Eric and I both grew up in Montrose, mm-hmm. with Curtis being a local resident. I got here as soon as I could. Yeah, he got, <laughs> he got to town as soon as he could. Um, and because of that, we feel like it's not only uh, – you know, a fun concert to do while we're all home visiting our family, but it's also just something we feel like, you know, we have the ability to do and ought to do to support a cause we believe in. What do you, um, what would you say to young musicians growing up in Montrose since you kind of know that experience personally? Do you have like a distilled bit of wisdom that you would want to tell them to galvanize them, (laughs) inspire them? We're we're all pointing at each other. Uh, (laughs) Well, you know, we were actually talking on the the car ride on the way up here. It's kind of neat because we all are professionals in the music industry, but we have kind of different different avenues we pursued and different expertises. And I think one of the things I like to tell young folks considering a career in music is that there's actually a lot of things you can do, whether it's as a singer-songwriter, playing in a band, being a session musician, being just a songwriter in general, you know. My buddy Eric here, who lives in Nashville, could probably tell you more about the the songwriter circuit and all that. But I mean, there's just so many ways in today's industry you can get out there and and make a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. And like even like being in the industry and learning still about the different opportunities and the different ways to make music a part of your life, it's really incredible. And I feel like I'm from a very small town, and a lot of none of that was available. Um, none of that was talked about. It was you know you went into the trades or you went into this, or you did what your parents did, that kind of a thing. And so it's it's I think yeah to. To talk to the kids now and be like, you can you can find a way to figure out how to either pay the bills or just do something that makes you happy with music in a multifaceted way. Yeah. And it's not always, it's, I think, rarely one avenue. For me, it's, it's awesome to pursue being an instrumentalist as well as a songwriter, as well as a performer, and having all of those things kind of fill in the puzzle. So just to pursue uh, the aspects of the industry that you are passionate about because they will, you know, they all tie together. Should we listen to something else? Yeah, I'll go for yeah? sure. I'm so good. Half a pot of coffee is kicking. Uh, here's a tune. Uh, I was actually trying to think of one that I didn't play the last few times we've gotten together. <laughs> I don't know if I did or not, but this one will be cool because these guys are here. And uh, this one's called Clearwater Girl. another man's miss I have been back since the lives burned to the ground men of those walls could talk and walk they'd be the gossip of the town all the reason I'm coming back here is because of a death all involving this fine young woman with long brown hair I asked her if she'd like to dance secretly hoping It's a date at the clear water tonight. 
and I'm in my best suit and shoes. I knock on her door thinking, hey man, what have I got to lose? To my surprise, her daddy rise with a shotgun in his hand. He said, try to take my little girl dancing, I'm going to kill you where you stand. I'm running to the lodge, alone and in the rain. Sat down at the bar, ordered a drink to ease my pain. Father Fortune must have been watching as my glass went dry. In my brown haired beauty with mischief in her eye. Woman of my dreams is standing by my side. Long brown hair, purple dress. Ah-ha! I guess it didn't matter if her daddy said it ain't right. I said, Great, now it's a date at the clear water tonight. Well, she taps me on the shoulder, said, Show me what you got. since that day years have passed and she looks just as fine that's right my clear water girl's a 10 out of 10 dime in time her daddy came to think it's all right and in a day quite great at the clear water that night Cousin Curtis, accompanied by Eric Stuckey and AJ Fullerton. I love the spontaneity there, gents. I don't think we rehearsed that ahead of time, did we? That was all in the moment. Of course, Taylor, we rehearsed it ahead of time. Uh, yeah, we all are right. professionals. Every moment of our career has been leading up to this moment. Is rehearsed. Yeah. This very conversation has all been rehearsed in each of our heads. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about collaboration. I know you two, AJ and Eric, you've been playing together for quite some time. You've been friends for quite some time. What is it about your dynamic that feels like it works? Well, he let me be his bass player for a couple of years, and I finally upgraded into the uh, realm of uh, uh, guitar player. We gave him two more strings. Yep, yep, doubles good. Uh, well, we're, we're both from Montrose and um, and have similar interests as far as the, the roots of our music. Um, AJ's kind of a little more blues, and I grew up doing a little more bluegrass kind of pseudo-country stuff. But, but we kind of come together in the roots, um, the roots vein. And I think having having that mutual interest is uh, what what blends it. Yeah, jo- jokes aside, we've we've been buddies for a while now, and uh, we've been kind of doing some little duo sets now for a number of years, mm-hmm. which have kind of led up to this home for the holidays concert, which has kind of been our uh, our ongoing focus, and uh, you know, and a good excuse to get together and play together at least once a year. Yeah, I live in Nashville now, um, and so this is like 
this is the anchor date where it's like we're doing this and uh, and we can plan on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that in a way. I think well. Sorry, Curtis, but the, the three of us are all from the Western Slope. A lot of us in this vicinity are from the Western Slope. We're now called the Western Slope home. We probably all can relate to that. Like you come home for the holidays and you run into people who know you and they want to know what you're doing and they want to know what you're up to and they're excited to see you and you feel so sort of welcomed home. And I feel like this concert is that on kind of a whole other level. How has it been to perform in your home? Do you feel like what's that support feel like? Boy, for me, it's uh, every year I'm kind of taken aback by the reception we get it's uh it's awesome to feel the love from the people in the crowd a lot of whom have known uh me and aj uh since i mean since i was a very little kid and supported us all the way you know through all the painful stages which there was you know 15 (laughs) good years of that and um and to have them out there and and see them it's um I mean, I can't um, say how thankful I am for the for the that community. And I'll I'll just chip in to say, you know, uh, to be able to do this show at the Pavilion in Montrose, which is a a venue I grew up going to, and always kind of thinking it was kind of out of reach, or you know, seeing acts come from out of town, and be like, wow, being able to be there with my friends and uh, and have this kind of a show, it's, it feels pretty special. If I can add to that too, like bouncing around to local businesses. And talking to them and telling them what we were doing, it's been amazing. I'm going to pump you guys up here because you deserve it. But, like, you have such a strong family of followers here in Montrose and in the West Slope because, like, I'm telling them, be like, hey, my name's Cousin Curtis. But this event is AJ and Eric, and they're doing this, and it's for this purpose, and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, we we used to watch them in middle school and high school. We went to their shows. When they just, <laughs> and it was, like, there, was, there wasn't a single spot that we went to that didn't say something similar to that. So it's it's very much... Just a hometown, homegrown, full of love show and cause, and uh, and just you guys have to know that if nobody tells you on a regular basis, then there it is. Like it's it's incredible to see. Thank you. We did yeah. we did bump into your former babysitter, Eric. I'm not sure if we, we told did. you that. We have no. stories. <laughs> Taya, ask us, ask us, ask us. Maybe for, <laughs> maybe for later. But, but. No, I want that story now. What are you talking about? You well, can't tease us like that. So so Curtis and I uh, wait, uh, the other day went downtown in Montrose and just kind of went to some businesses and folks looking for um, some partner sponsors to be a part of our event since we're trying to raise money for the Montrose High School Music Program. And yeah, we met a lot of people that, that knew me, my mom, my family, and Eric's family. And mm-hmm. um, and I believe it was one of the boutiques we went in and, the, and this one was like, oh yeah, I used to babysit Eric, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Trying to think of who that would be. but I, I forget exactly, but um, yeah. it's kind of cool. We're, hey out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do want to talk about place a little bit because I feel like this this show is so grounded on the Western Slope, but both AJ and Eric, you guys are in Tennessee, both of you, right? Memphis and Nashville. I'm curious about, I feel like Tennessee has this kind of like musical mysticism as the place where musicians go to quote unquote make it. And I'm curious how the two of you, whether it still feels that way or whether it feels that way to you and and sort of how the two of you are are finding that Tennessee in particular is influencing your music in the way it sounds right now. Mm. Uh, yeah, they go to, there to make it or die. Um, it's uh, that, you're right. It's not, Is that the it, state motto? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's what I've come to find. I've been there for about seven years, and I moved there be, just because I wanted to be in the thick of it with uh, with the best that there are, and uh, Nashville in particular. Um, and I mean, it's just it, you can't 
simulate that. Um, I don't think that the the quality of writers and players and you know it's it's just even the best the people that I grew up absolutely putting on a pedestal they're just one of the guys in town you know they're they're it's just such a different perspective and it's actually really nice to um to be there in the middle of that and then you travel and you remember that that's not the whole world you know (laughs) but uh but yeah I mean I wouldn't have to look too far to find a better mandolin player on the same street I live on you know uh it's just it's 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 very cool in that respect for me well, and I would just chip in and say, you know, um, part of the, the gig is being a musician today is a lot of traveling, a lot of time on the road. And I feel like, again, we, we just going back to car conversations on the drive up here, I feel like we were talking about how special it is to come back to the West Slope, Montrose, Paonia, this area. And with all the places we visit and, and tour to, um, what a special spot this is to come back to and, and realize this is like our, our nexus, you know. As cool as as Memphis and and Nashville and all these other spots are, you know, it's a, you know, it it feels like home when you come back to this area. Yeah. And Curtis, I feel like you can speak a little to the music culture in Colorado, like the West Slope, especially. It feels like we're also kind of, yeah, we are that kind of nexus for a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And the following alone is a very ride or die following. So it's like if you like I find that if people come to a show and they have a good time, they're going to come back to another show. And that's rare. Sometimes like people go to be like, oh, that's pretty good. You know, I'd see them again. And here it's kind of like you play a show and it's like, that was pretty good. I'll see them again. When are they playing next? There's a lot of like pointed questions at the end of shows where people are genuinely interested. And you don't get that a lot of places. Um, and we are we are definitely more dispersed. I think there's a lot of players that play probably just for themselves or like if there was an open mic or something like that, they might come out of the woodwork. So we do miss out on the like epicenter of – 10 out of 10 talent that some places have bigger cities like Nashville, Memphis, fill in the blank. Um, so you got to take it all with the, with the, with the comfortable balance of like, what are you looking for? And, and I think as we travel around and play individually and maybe someday together, I don't know. Um, but no, but as we travel around, you, you get that, we get the best of all worlds. We get the balance and um, it's great to be able to come home and play a show and breathe. Yeah, yeah for it. sure. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, you know, the music scene, the music community, just starts with your peers. Yeah. So you know, getting getting a chance to hang out with these guys and do this, and and frankly, you know, try put some of this uh, this money towards the next generation, these up and coming musicians. I feel like that's, you know, trying trying to do our part for the scene. Yeah, and from my background, like showing kids that there are people who care. Um, and to be in a position to give back where there wasn't like growing up, um, you know, it's, it's very, very fun and like altruistic and fulfilling of the heart and soul to be able to be like, no, nah, we care. And we're in a spot where we can help kids and we can show you show them that whether it's, you know, your job or just a passion project, you can do it and you should moreover, you should pursue this and do this. And, uh, I think that's, that's probably one of my favorite parts. And what a cool thing to take what you love and what you're passionate about and try to make a difference with it. Yeah. I mean, that's the... Who knew? The sweet spot. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, well, I'm going to have you guys take us out on one last song. I want to remind our listeners that Home for the Holidays at the Montrose Pavilion is Friday, December 29th. Where can folks find out more information or purchase their tickets if they're interested? So right now, we still do have a few tickets left available. Uh, you can get them at ajfullerton.com. We've got a ticket link there. And also, the Montrose Pavilion has a link to the tickets. I would encourage you, if you're thinking about going, get it ASAP. Because if you're thinking about coming and getting it the day of at the door, you might miss out. So hopefully you can make it. We'd love to see you there. Yeah, absolutely. In advance. Good idea. Starts at 7. Doors at 6. Show at 7. Donations. Get your money out. Get your wallet out. <laughs> Support the yeah. kids. It's for the kids. For the, for the kids. kids. Last question for you, gentlemen. What do you love about what you do? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> um, that That's a really tough question. I think as a career musician, you get to experience all parts of the job, the, the highs and the lows. Um, if I had to pick one thing, I think honestly it's the camaraderie in situations like this where you get to hang out with your friends and create a special, you know, this is like a one-off cl- cl- uh, collaboration for the year. You know, uh, me, yeah. and, me and Curtis and Eric don't get together and play all that often, although I'd like to change that. Um, <laughs> so for folks who, uh, who want to hear this show, this is your chance. Similar to AJ, I mean, it is, it's the relationships and the, the friendships and so much of the industry is confusing and it's difficult and you feel like you're the only one doing it. And then you run into your friend in an airport in another country too, or whatever. You know? Yeah. And, <laughs> and Or you meet up and do a show in some totally random spot and they're just the experiences and the memories of that is, um, is really awesome. I'm going to lean on the travel aspect, like all of it, you know, what these guys said is, is all very valid and true. And, and it's amazing to be able to do what we do. Um, and for me personally, I kind of started playing music cause I wanted to travel and it seemed like this was a great way to do that, to be able to get out and be like, all right, cool. Have a guitar. We'll travel where to next. And then things have to change a little bit as far as like a business structure and you got to add that element in. Okay. Well, how do you avoid spending every dime that you make when you're traveling? Um, for example, not this last year, but the year before that, 2022, uh, was that for me. And so it's like, all right, let's, let's spin this thing on its head and try to figure out a better way, more effective way to still continue to check off every single state in the country. And then now, now let's move to the, to the other countries and continents and where can you play music? Who can you meet? What stories can you tell? What, what do you have to bring home when you come home? Um, and that's, that's probably my favorite part through and through. Awesome. Nicely said. What are you gentlemen going to take us out on today? AJ. Sounds like we're going to go with one of my tunes. Uh, and I'm going to do a song off my last record uh, called Homesick, funny enough. Okay. We, we doing this? Yeah. Cool. All right. Roland? Roland. Roland.
chance I'll show you how I can make it up to you Baby, I'm homesick Oh, now, now, I'm going on Hardship finds you And you're on your own Well, when the memories the Memories They the only thing Keeping you rolling on strong Baby, I'm homesick I'm going on home Eric's stuck on the mandolin, y'all Thank you so much. Thanks, Taya. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Taya.